Welcome to the Piece of Cake Podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Brianne. And we're here to make your wedding planning a piece Piece of of cake. cake. Who are we? Just a couple of best friends who are passionate about weddings and all the little details along the way. We've been brides and bridesmaids, day off coordinators, and party planners. We're accountants by day. And wedding enthusiasts by night. We'll use our experience and attention to detail to help you plan your special day. We know this is a really exciting time in your life, but the logistics can be stressful. That's where we come in. Tune in with us every week and your wedding will be a piece piece of cake. Hey, Brian, what's your favorite part about wedding planning? Absolutely all of it. I love every single step and every single detail. Okay, but not everyone is like us and loves everything about wedding planning. So today, we're going to talk about something that actually most people really do like about wedding planning. Today's topic is great because in the past couple episodes, we've been talking about all the things that you need to purchase and budget for and how all the costs add up. But this week is extra exciting because we're going to talk about registries. So these are all the things that you don't have to pay for. Other people get to buy you things this time. And even your fiancé can get excited about presents. Today we will talk about all the details included in choosing your registry and what you should register for and give you some tips and tricks along the way. So the first step is to figure out where you want to register. And there are a couple of options. You can either go with specific stores or you can register through these third-party universal websites Mm -hmm. that will let you register for everything all in one place. But there are some downsides with that too that you need to look out for. Kind of like what we talked about in our last episode where you book through third-party sites you have to really recognize that you might not get all of the benefits of working directly with the individual stores. Mm -hmm. But the pros with working with these universal sites is that you can register for all sorts of things all in one spot. Like you can get your kitchen gadgets and you can register for your honeymoon fund and you can get items from multiple stores all on one site. And so people can just visit and see everything all in one place and it makes it really convenient. So there's good and bad. Mm -hmm. One example we heard was the website Zola. They have a lot of cool benefits. You can register for a cash fund where people can just contribute cash towards your wedding or your honeymoon or whatever you want to use it for. They have cool things that you can register for like experiences. So like a date night, maybe a wine and painting class or I don't know, something fun like that. And like Emily said, you can register for all the different stores. We also read that you can have them hold all of your shipments. So like if you don't want to receive your wedding gifts until after the wedding, so you don't have a million things piling up at your apartment. So there are lots of benefits and it's something to consider definitely. On the flip side of that, there's registering through actual stores. This is probably more common or more traditional. We did some research on some of the most popular stores that you can register for. So, of course, there's places like Bed Bath & Beyond, Target, Crate & Barrel, Macy's, Bloom Sonoma, Pottery Barn, and Bloomingdale's. And then there's those online options like Amazon. And then there's a very fun option of honeymoon funds. 
One of the most popular sites and one that we have used is Honey Fund. So that's where you can register for people contributing to your honeymoon. And it's really fun because you can set up different honeymoon things they can contribute to, like drinks on the beach or a fancy dinner or a day at the spa. Yeah, this is a really, really good option because people feel like they're contributing to your honeymoon and it really does help you out funding it. And especially if you feel like you have all those household trinkets that you want, like this is a great way to fund a honeymoon experience of a lifetime. But for the logistics side for brides, this is something really good to know. The money that they contribute really just gives you cash that goes into your bank account. So it doesn't actually like give you a gift certificate for a massage or Mm -hmm. whatever you registered for. So it's actually really useful because the money will just get deposited into your bank account and you can use it for whatever you want. So it's the best of both worlds because people feel like they're contributing to a fun specific thing, but you are getting the cash and you can spend it as needed for your honeymoon or not even your honeymoon. We won't tell anybody. (laughs) (laughs) One other thing to keep in mind there is they are a business and they have to make money. So they do charge a small fee on top of the cash contributions, but we both feel like it was totally worth it. Yeah. So we've talked about all of these cool registry options, but I need to narrow down and decide which ones you're actually going to use and where you're going to register. And how many places you're going to register for. Exactly. So there's not really an official rule of thumb, a rule of how many places to register at, but we kind of have a general guideline of four stores or less. Mm -hmm. Um, You don't want to have too many options because it's just too many places for people to search for and too many things to keep track of. But you do want to give people a good variety of places to look for. Mm -hmm. And one thing to keep in mind is a lot of things are online now. Like people love online shopping. It's really convenient. But you also want to keep in mind that a lot of people do want to shop in store. And a lot of things, even if it is a like big box retailer or something, a lot of the items that you can register for are only online. And so you might want to consider having items that are available in stores for people to purchase for like those last minute shoppers that are Mm -hmm. like, oh no, I need to get a gift for the wedding this weekend. And they need to run to the store. And if all of your items are online, that could be a problem. So just keep it in mind that you might want to register for both online options and some places that are actual stores that people can go to in person. Mm Mm-hmm. So for my wedding, we had two registries. We did one at Bed Bath & Beyond, which really covered all of the household items we needed. And we liked them because they did have that online and in-store option. And then we also did a honey fund along with that. And I liked keeping it at two. It seemed really simple for us. And we were pretty similar, but we ended up with three registries. We did a Honey Fund also and Bed Bath & Beyond, but we also did Macy's. And Bed Bath & Beyond and Macy's are pretty similar, but just the items that we were looking for for our house, we ended up dividing the items between the two for the sort of stuff that we were looking for. And I think that's a really important note that you guys like divided the items between the two. Like if you are going to do two sort of similar stores, don't register for your same toaster at both stores it can get redundant. So make sure you're just specific in what you choose at each store. Right. So now that you've picked where you want to register, you get to the fun part of actually picking out what you want to put on your registry. Okay. I think that some of you might be in this situation. So let's start here. Maybe you and your fiance already live together or have your own apartments and you feel like you have a full kitchen of items and you're like, what the heck am I supposed to register for? Our advice here is that you might have these things already, 
but you might want to upgrade and get a newer set or nicer things um, or maybe items for special occasions. So in our examples, we both lived with our fiancés before we got married and we had kitchen items, but they were from Walmart or they were hand-me-downs from our parents because we were just fresh out of college and just living on the basics. So I'd say don't limit yourself because you think you already have these things. Like It's okay to upgrade and ask for some nicer things. Some general advice for when you're registering for items is you should always pick a wide range of price ranges of items. So mm-hmm. have those couple dollar items for like kitchen utensils and mm-hmm. those sorts of things all the way up to the big ticket items. And don't be afraid to put some of those really large items on your registry because even if you think someone might not buy it, people might pool money together to get you those items or you'll never know if someone's feeling really generous. So as you're thinking about what to choose on your registry, we did some research and found the sort of basic items that you would expect to see on a registry and things to think about as a baseline. Um, These are a good starting point and from here, register to your heart's content. So these are things like tableware, which includes nice tableware like china and then everyday plates and things. Also includes silverware and glassware. And then the category is linens. So this includes sheets and towels and tablecloths <laughs> or placemats. And then any like new comforters or duvet and blankets, things like that. There's also cookware. So your pots and pans, baking dishes, baking sheets. You can register for new utensils all the fun kitchen gadgets, you know, ice cream scoops, pizza cutters, all those (laughs) random useful things in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. And then even fancier than that, get into like the kitchen gadgets and appliances, like a stand mixer, coffee maker, toaster. So those are some of the general ideas, but um, like we said, like register for whatever suits you and your fiance's needs. I think people are getting a lot more creative with their registries and it's more widely accepted now to register for different sorts of things. Like maybe you register for a Blu-ray player or some sort of tech gadget, or maybe you're outdoorsy and you register for a tent. Like I think those things are totally cool and accepted and fun ways to get things that are specific to you and your partner. Yeah, my cousin registered for a beer making kit, which was really fun and that like really suits them and that's what we got them for their gift. And oh, it was so like fun. really cool and like represented them. So there's lots of fun options out there. Um, and sort of on that note, we've done some research and chatted with our friends and family who've recently got married. We reached out on social media with a couple questions and we really appreciate everyone's responses. Yes, thank you. So we'll go through some of the feedback we got from recent brides and their thoughts on their registries. The first question we asked was, what is one item you were so glad that you registered for? So some of the responses we got were a really nice set of pots and pans. Mm-hmm. And people also honey loved fun. the Honey Fund. That was quite a few responses was the Honey Fund was a great option. An immersion blender, a really nice comforter, a Dutch oven, a really nice blender. This one was kind of a unique one, but a really good idea I hadn't even thought of. Yeah. A fire safe box where you can you know keep all your important documents in your house. And then nice silverware. Yeah, I think silverware is actually one of my favorites. Just like a nice, solid set of silverware. Mm -hmm. It's an essential. Everybody needs it. 
So the second question we asked is, what is something you registered for that you didn't actually end up needing? So a lot of the responses we received on this one were about very random and specific kitchen gadgets or appliances. So like a panini maker or a waffle maker, those things that seem like a really fun, good idea at the time, but maybe just take up a lot of counter space once you actually get them and use them once. Right. Like if you make a panini every day for lunch, that's super cool. But a lot of people might not even use that. Decor items. This one was actually a really good one too because it maybe it seems like a really cool idea, but you're gonna buy a house in a few months and it definitely doesn't fit the new decor. So maybe consider that when you're registering. <laughs> the third question we asked is, what is something you didn't register for that you wish you would have looking back? One item was a set of serving dishes or plates and like serving utensils. Yeah, I think people probably think of, I mean, registering for their plates and their normal utensils, but maybe you don't think about those special serving dishes that are used for one-off occasions, but this is the perfect opportunity to get those sorts of things. Exactly. The Roomba, I love my Roomba. I, I didn't even answer this question. Other people <laughs> answered the Roomba, but I totally agree. Roomba is great. And again, it's kind of one of those bigger ticket items, but it's, Ruba can save a marriage, let me tell you. It's great. <laughs> this was a really fun thing. Someone mentioned they wish they would have registered for excursions for a date night. That's one thing we mentioned earlier with like the Zola sorts of websites where you can register for an experience like the wine and paint night or cooking classes. Yeah, things like that. fun things. Mm -hmm. Another one is gift cards. Someone mentioned that it would have been nice to have like a Home Depot gift card or something, some gift cards that maybe think for things that they might not want to just spend money on, but if they'd had a gift card, they probably would have spent some money on the items. And then Emily, you had a really specific answer in this category too, right? Yeah, so the matching things. I registered for a duvet cover and didn't realize that the pillowcases weren't included. And then by the time I got the item and then went back to buy the pillowcases, they were discontinued. So just like making sure things match. This is your one opportunity to get all the matching things. Exactly. Like this is your registry, put all the things on there. Yep. <laughs> okay, so those were the main questions that we asked, but we also got some really fun responses to questions we hadn't even thought of before. So we'll talk about a couple of those. The first extra category we decided to add is just fun, things, things that maybe weren't on your registry or things you wouldn't have thought of. But one person that replied to us said they registered for bulk candy, mm -hmm. like their, them and their fiance's favorite Never candy. Never thought about that. No, but that's cute and fun. She and really enjoyed it. Why not? Our favorite fun thing on our registry was that we registered for this fancy set of whiskey tasting glasses. Those were for my husband. And then I registered for some fancy champagne glasses. So those were like are specific things that we loved. My favorite item that was sort of like a frivolous thing that I added was a towel warmer. And <laughs> I love it. I don't use it all the time, but when I do, it's like amazing. And it's something I never would have just bought myself. So that was the perfect thing to put on your registry. Something that you might not just buy for yourself, but it's a fun item. Yes. Okay, this is a category that our friends brought up that we hadn't even thought of, which is things you registered for but didn't receive and you're sad about it. Mm -hmm. So the examples we read were a cordless vacuum yeah. and an iron. Our advice and takeaway on that 
is if you have really specific things on your registry that you're looking for, maybe weigh that when you're adding extra things, just knowing that the more things that are on your registry, it's more options. It means that you might not get every single thing you registered for. But also, if you do have a few specific things that you're really hoping for, I know, at least in my case, I had a lot of family and friends ask my mom to be like, is there something specific she wants mm. for bridal showers and, and for the wedding? And so maybe mentioning that to your bridesmaid or your parents to be like, here's a few of our top items that we're wishing for. Just planting that seed to some people <laughs> might be good because I know a lot of people ask, like even if you have a registry, they ask for help on gifts. Uh-huh. So then the, that they can kind of spread the word for you. I know a couple episodes ago, we talked about bridesmaid duties and this mm-hmm. could definitely be one of the things your maid of honor does for you. Okay, and then we also heard some feedback on brides who either didn't have a registry or received items that weren't on their registry. In all honesty, our opinion on that is that you should create a registry. We really (laughs) highly recommend a registry because it just makes everyone's life easier. You get the gifts that you really want. People don't have to go searching and wondering what you guys might want. It just really makes everyone's life easier and everyone ends up happy in the end. And on the flip side, as a guest, if someone has a registry, we recommend buying things off the registry. Like that is the point of the registry. That's literally why it's there. (laughs) Buy the things that the bride and groom want. That's why it's there. But if you are not, for some reason, going to buy something off the registry, then we recommend it being something personalized. Because we did get some items that weren't on our registry, but they were something like a sign with our name on it and our wedding date or monogrammed wine glasses or something that was personalized to us and made it more special. So if you're not gonna get something from their registry, then make it something personalized. Don't just go out and buy some kind of random item. Yes, and not to my own horn here, but I think what I did for your wedding gift was fun. Emily registered for an automatic wine opener And so I bought that off her registry and then I paired it with a cute decorative wine glass and a bottle of wine for the couple from one of their favorite wineries. Exactly. So she did like a little combo deal. (laughs) Okay. This category, (laughs) this isn't actually a category, but this was actually a very contentious item in all of our responses. Highly debated. We got responses on both sides and this is the KitchenAid stand mixer. We had quite a few responses from people that said this was their number one favorite item they received. And then we had quite a few responses of people saying this was the like one item that they registered for and really didn't need because now it just takes up space on the <laughs> counter and they don't use it. So I am on, in the camp of I love my stand mixer. I, it was like my favorite item. I've been looking forward to getting married just so I could get my stand mixer. Like I'm in the camp of pro KitchenAid mixer, but brand is on the other side. On the other end, <laughs> I do not bake. I don't even know how to use that thing. <laughs> um, and so I didn't even register for it because it wasn't even helpful for me. So that is a hot topic. And our advice there is don't register for things just because you think you're supposed to. Like, oh, that's what people register for. But also register for the things that you're really excited about, even if they are a little bit more spendy. Mm-hmm. So really think about a few, especially something like that, like think about it. It is going to take up counter space. It is more expensive. So really consider if you're going to use it. But if you think you're going to use it, then register for it. Yeah, you do. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So what we'll finish the episode with is a few tips and tricks along the way while you're choosing your registry. 
So one fun fact. This is our favorite fun fact. It is that I had no idea about is that there is this thing called a completion discount. So after you've registered and once you've had your wedding, any items that didn't get purchased off of your registry, you and your spouse can now go to the store and buy everything that's remaining on your registry with a discount. It's usually between 10 and 20%. Uh And so they usually give this to you for like up to six months so you can decide what items you really want Mm -hmm. or what's left on your registry. So that's a really cool thing. So you can go buy all those items. You're like, oh, shoot, I didn't get that iron that I wanted, but now you get a discount on it. So that's really cool. So again, if there's things that you're like, oh, maybe I want that, maybe not, just add everything you might want on your registry and then you can decide later. Yes. A couple comments on that. So first is to know that you can edit your registry along the way. So if you're getting close to your day and you're thinking about this completion discount, just go ahead and add whatever you want on there so that you can use your discount on it later. Another thought is you'll probably receive gift cards as gifts to the place you registered. So this is a great opportunity to go use them. And then my favorite way to use this discount was on things like our plate sets. So we registered for 10 place settings and we only received like four of them for the wedding. And so obviously like we need the whole setting. And so we went back and ordered the rest of the six with the discount. So as Brian mentioned, you can edit your registry online as much as you want, but we really highly recommend going to the store mm-hmm. and to begin your registry and using that laser gun. It's like super fun to walk around the store yes. and point at items and add them to your registry and seeing things in person. And then you can go home and edit things. So if you decided you didn't really want whatever item, right, or if you need to add multiple of that item that you didn't add in the store or you Definitely. find there's always more items online than they have in the store or changing the color of an item, whatever the case may be. You can do all of that online. A lot of times in the store, the person will help you and say, if you're having 100 guests, you need 100 gifts on the (laughs) list, which always seemed to me like a crazy number of gifts compared to the number of guests. But if you do get closer to the wedding and realize that maybe a lot of the gifts have been purchased and you need to come up with more options for people, you can keep adding items along the way. Yeah, and my example on that is when I went in store to do my registry, they were a little bit pushy and of course they're salespeople wanting to give you the highest price point items and they convinced my fiance and I to register for these really expensive China place settings. So I didn't feel like telling them no in person or dealing with that situation. So I said, okay, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, add them on. And then we went home and did more research and found the place settings that were actually right for us. So it can avoid awkward situations as needed. Yeah, it's good. Another kind of cool feature of the online registries through the stores is that you're able to see all of your gifts. You can also see who purchased them, which is a good feature, but also if you want to keep that secret, that's something to note. So it does tell you who purchased them and when the gifts get purchased. So keep that in mind if you're going back to check on your registry that you'll see if someone has bought a gift. But it does give you also the feature of thank you notes. So you can keep track. It'll let you say if you've sent a thank you note which is really important because you'll start getting the gifts as people purchase them, which could be months before your wedding. And so it's really important to keep track of all of that stuff because it can get really confusing when you get gifts six months in advance and then 
you'll forget who they're from. Mm -hmm. And so if you don't have access to that data, make sure you are keeping a physical list of every single gift you receive because thank you notes are so important. One thought on the timing of thank you notes, Emily mentioned that you might be receiving gifts like six months before your wedding and then even you can receive them after the fact too. So people have differing opinions on when to send the thank you notes. Personally, we sent our thank you notes in one batch at the end of the wedding and it was simple and easy to coordinate that way. Some people say that you're supposed to send the thank you note as soon as you receive the gift. If you want to make it easy, then as soon as you receive a gift, you send a thank you note. And so you're always kind of keeping up with it and you don't ever have like one big batch of thank you notes to send at one time. So if you prefer to do it that way, that's fine. It's kind of your preference. Yeah, most important is just to make sure you thank everyone. Exactly. And we have a couple tips on the actual thank you notes. Make sure you're noting what the people actually purchased for you. And then when you write your thank you, make it personal and mention that item they purchased for you. So one example is that if someone contributes to your honey fund and they put in money towards a spa day for you and your husband, talk about that in the card. Say, I really appreciated your contribution towards my honeymoon and my husband and I got a great couple's massage. So like we said, just make sure to say thank you. It's just important to show gratitude. So as we wrap up today's episode, we will leave you with the three key ingredients that will make creating your registry a piece, piece of, of cake. cake. Number one, register for a wide variety of items in different price points and from at least a couple different stores. Number two, consider a honey fund or a cash fund. And number three, be practical, but have fun. It's your wedding and you deserve some fun special things. So that's all we have for today. Thanks for tuning in. And if you join us again next week, we'll have some more wedding planning tips and tricks for you. If you follow these three key ingredients, it'll make wedding planning a piece of cake. If you enjoyed listening to us and feel like you actually got some good takeaways and tangible tips for your wedding planning, please, please, please go rate us, review us, share us with your friends. You can also find us on Instagram at piece of cake podcast, or you can email us at piece of cake podcast at outlook.com. So keep listening and share it with your friends. Thanks. And we hope your wedding planning is a piece, piece of, of cake. cake.